0: Michael Scott, okay? So we're dealing with today, this fine gentleman from Scotland. So he's part of the first sort of clan in Scotland that became the Scots, and so uh, the name got passed down eventually. So he's Michael Scott. Now, he's meant to have been born in 1175, and it's somewhere in the border regions of Scotland. So I guess we're talking Cumbria and uh, further up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, No one really knows, but let's just say... He was up there. Now, his family did own land, uh, and they're quite well off, in a, in a place called uh, Balwery, so I think it's safe to assume he's probably somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. Now, this fellow, who was born in these borderlands of Scotland, ends up becoming known as one of the, the greatest alchemists, wizard, sorcerer. Warlock. Uh, yeah. What it's uh, a a Astrologer. W- Ladies,
1: females, a witch. Oh, yeah, yeah so but he's definitely a warlock. Yeah, a warlock.
0: And he was also yeah. a gifted mathematician, which comes into play uh, mm. a bit later on. In fact, I'll show you some pictures uh, of this castle. and you, yeah. you won't believe it, but in fact, we'll have to put them on the Hangout, I think, yes, people can one, have, could have a like look at people. I looked at this castle, and it's uh, yeah. it is a work of art. It is. You know, like the Taj Mahal, it's, it's a similar thing. You know, it's you look at it and you think, "Fucking that!" You know, looks good. So this guy, he liked a bit of. Uh... Well, he well, better I'll decor, get I'll get decor, did Better decor. Get, get in, he loves his decor getting it? ahead of myself you are right. But, yeah. So anyway. So, like I say, you know, he was a gifted mathematician. He was a scholar. Uh, he was a very religious man. He took uh, degrees and stuff like that, and in theology and, and things like that as well. So. He become he almost could have become a priest at one point. In fact, Ooh. he was offered a job as a priest, but he turned it down. And Good I think up, he right? always had like a conflict with within himself because he was obsessed with astrology, yeah, and religion. And I don't think it quite married, no, 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 no. which you it know, clashes, it's, yeah, it clashes. And it? He, he found that, yeah.
1: Um, so, so, so he actually. Um, Turned that away and went to
0: astrotheology. Is that what you say? Well, he did. Well, because, well, he did. I mean, this is a quote from him. He said, "Every astrologer every astrologer I should do this in Scottish really, shouldn't I? Well, no, no, you can't speak Scottish. No, really, okay, no. can't just, just do it in every day, astrologer. I mean. Yeah, I think is worthy of praise and honour. <laughs> right, since by such a doctrine the as astrology, he probably knows many secrets of God and the things which few know." Right. Right. So, anyway, so he starts out from, so you, well, obviously from that, you can see that he's sort of, um, you can see there's a conflict there, Ooh. but he's trying to, you know, make it fit. So he's saying, well, you know, I'm doing this because I can see God's telling me stuff, kind of thing. Mm. If I keep looking, I'll find stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So, you know, he's using it as, as part of his thingy, but there was, there was definitely a bit of a conflict there for him. But anyway, and he's, again, he's born in the wrong era. Mm. Again, if he was born, if he was born maybe now, mm. he'd be some sort of genius, uh, kind of thing. You know, like uh, like a Da Vinci. These these sorts of people They're just were born in the mm. wrong wrong era. Fuck. Okay, so he starts out right, uh, and like I say, his family were. We don't really know too much about it, but we we presume that they had enough money because he ends up going to Oxford, right? Okay, which isn't cheap, is it? So. They had lands in Belwery and eventually they get a castle there, okay, and there's a story behind that mm. which I'll go into in a bit. Uh, and Belwery is essentially over the water from Edinburgh, so there's like if you picture Edinburgh in Scotland, mm. there's like an estuary comes in there and it's the other side, ah, right, sort of okay. opposite the estuary. Um, now, at some point, he sets out to better himself and he ends up studying at Oxford, okay, and where he takes theology mathematics and all sorts of stuff and then he eventually ends up in Paris okay so he traveled about a bit uh it actually he was that good at maths in Paris they actually called him Michael Mathematicus yeah which is pretty cool yeah yeah nickname good nickname Matt good nickname better than mine so at this point he heads out across Europe now there's some overlap here as to where he went mm. first some people say he went spain first some people say italy first uh but maybe he went to and from these places mm. yeah okay so the way i've got it and the way i've got it working in my head is that he ends up in uh toledo in spain okay where he starts because of his um involvement he was he was, he was um He's a talented guy and he could speak various different languages and Ooh. read different languages yep. Latin, Greek, Arabic, okay, and even Hebrew. Ooh. So at some point in Toledo he ends up writing this um the works of this guy who was he was this guy himself was like um he was into Aristotle and stuff like that. Okay. So he actually worked he's based his work on, on Aristotle and uh, so, like, work, works on animals and stuff like that. And he actually translated them back into Latin. Ooh. Okay. And this, from this, he became, uh, he, he got the attention of uh, a fella in Italy at the time who later, who was called um, Frederick II. Right. Okay. At the time, he was the king of Sicily. Uh, this guy, he later becomes the king of Rome. He summons him to his court in Palermo, Palermo, right? Now, he summoned him to become his royal astrologer. Ah, right, okay. And this Frederick was a bit of a character. I mean, he was a despot, but he was a character, okay? Uh, And again, you know, when they say about power and corrupting. and And what he did, he had a court, basically. So he had the best astrologer, the best this, the best this, and best uh, sailor, Ooh. you know, navigator, this kind yeah. of stuff. And you'd get them all in a room and you'd say, right, you tell me how to get to such and such. Ooh. And the the sailor starts it, and then he'd say to the other guy, now you tell me how to get there. Can you get there quicker than him? Ooh. And he'd say, well, yeah, because you could do this, do this, that. And the sailor, and then they'd argue. Yeah. but he like that. You know what I mean? You used to pit people against each other to, not in a malicious, well, it wasn't a malicious way at yeah. some points, but more it was just trying to get the, to get their opinion on stuff and see if they could uh, reach a different opinion than they started out with. So, and it obviously benefited him because his country at the time, he was letting in all different people. He was letting in uh, Muslims Mm. and all sorts of things. He was letting people like um, getting ideas from everybody, Yeah, you know, rather than shutting people out who might have different, different takes on Mm -hmm. things. He was actually letting people in. Mm -hmm. So it, it was, but again, he had a darker side because he conducted experiments on prisoners. Uh, again, you know... Do you love if you've changed the rules now then? Well, I'm not it's really... I'm not really... like If someone's guilty, and they're definitely guilty, and they say they they admit to it, or the court red-handed, okay, and you want to conduct experiments on them, I mean, that doesn't bother me, really. I think maybe we should do that. You know, maybe what? we should use the, their organs and stuff like that. But he, that's what he was doing. He was basically... He wanted to know about digestion and how it worked. So he'd feed the prisoners... And at different stages, so he'd get ten, and he'd say, "Right, eat." Hour later, cut him open, look at his bowels. Second guy, two hours later, cut him open, and go down the line and just and see yeah. how digestion worked. Uh, to just get an handle on it, because he was into medicine, and uh, which you know, obviously, was helping his uh, people out and everything. He wasn't helping them out was he? Well, the prisoners, aren't they? So, you well, imagine that there was from different countries and stuff like that. I mean, in them days, yeah. too. He probably didn't think too much of them, anyway. But, well, but well, like his camera, he well, exactly. But he used he used them to uh, benefit Gilly people, picks. you know. So yeah. one of the experiments he did, which I was reading up on, which was quite interesting, where he got these kids, um, roughly about sort of toddler age, yeah. so three, four, this kind of age, and he got them all and basically shut them up in a dungeon. Well, I'm not really a dungeon; it's more mm. of a but it was really a dungeon, but just to say, shut him up in this, don't, yeah. co- uh, in dungeons, summons up like a real dank, dark place. It yeah, wasn't yeah. really that. It was more of a room, but it was, it was caged off. Yeah. Uh, and essentially he left them in there, fed them, watered them and that, but he left them in there and no one was allowed to speak to him because he wanted to see if they would end up communicating. Yeah. See how they would end up, you know, if they would Ooh. come to, uh, you know, some sort of way of actually communicating with each other, you know, like, because he was trying to work out the steps of, uh, evolution if you like yeah. how, how we got to where we are and, and that's what he did he did put these kids in it in the room and and just left them for years to see if they wouldn't communicate Now I can't find any uh, I'm going to have to dig deeper in that and Ooh. actually find out what happened because I wasn't really looking at that I was looking yeah. at this story but that cropped up and I thought it was interesting I'll probably go back and have a look at that so he summons him to his court and he turns up looking like an Arabian sage it, again he was into his Ooh. Arabic and all the stuff uh, so he comes in with a big... The, the typical sort of... If you think Mickey Mouse in Fantasia, that yeah. wizard, that's what he turns up like. He's got the flowing robes. Right. Uh, and I've seen a couple of pictures where they're actually red. So yeah. you can imagine, you know, everyone else is wearing these dull clothes. He turns up in these flowing robes, belt, you know, rope mm. belt, pointy hat, looking like, you know, the traditional wizard, wizard that yeah, we draw yeah. today? Yeah. And you can imagine when he walked in the court, everyone's like, who the fuck's this? But... This is, the, this is the sort of guy he was. Now, it was that of... Uh, by all accounts, he was he was on good terms with this Frederick. Um, but Frederick used to challenge him every now and again. Mm. So it was a little bit wearing, I imagine, over time. And eventually he does leave his side. So maybe that you know, had something to do with it. I'll give you an example of that in a minute. But while he was there, he was curing people. So people come... And the doctors would say, "Oh, this guy's incurable." You know, until and he would find a way of curing him. Because again, he was he was looking into medicine and stuff yeah. like that. Anything he could look into, he was looking into. And the king, obviously, the king liked that because he kept him alive and kept other people alive. So yeah. he, like I say, he was on good terms with this fellow. One of the other things he used to do is predict the future. Ah, oh, right. Uh, okay. And he used like a Nostradamus. Right? Yeah, but he actually would put people in a trance almost and speak to them mm. and then he'd, he'd get this information out and it, it's a bit akin to what we'd probably nowadays call hypnosis. Yeah. Okay, maybe he was doing some sort of hypnosis yeah, because so if you... Maybe
1: it's the same stuff as like uh, Delores Cannon was doing. But, well, he was I using... I mean, most, uh, most hypnos- hyp- hyp- hypnosis now people, they will uh, won't go so far but Delores Cannon went the next step, didn't she, with a subconscious. That's where all the answers are. Mm. Well, she maybe she's got some amazing, amazing stuff. She's got some good stuff in there, mate. Maybe he was uh,
0: doing something similar because, yeah, with a subconscious, absolutely. Writers at the time actually wrote that he was using light, mm. you know, like flickering light, yeah, uh, which would induce sort of some mm. sort of trance, I guess. Like you know, like the the, the watch going back. Yeah, to that's hold. right. Yeah, and he would also use suggestion. Mm. So again, you know, hypnotists, yeah, say don't, they, if you picture yourself on a river and mm. you gently flowing yeah. and. Uh,
1: I've been tried to be hypnotised, I have can't do it, just cannot do it. No, I've... Um, just not. I'm just not susceptible to uh, suggestions.
0: I, I went to a hypnotist just to see if there was a bit more uh, information I could garner on my uh, UFO experience, mm. uh, see if there was anything I missed, um, but that didn't work, didn't work. Maybe mm. it was the hypnotist, maybe it was me. Or uh, well, maybe your subconscious says, nope, nope. Well,
1: no way know. are you going to let. I'll have let to.
0: No. I'll have to go again to some someone else. I just couldn't mm. do it. I was there yeah. for ages. You know, it's not like obviously I, I was trying, but. Yeah, no, well, if you can't go the
1: first time, you're not going to. You're not going to relax. You just. It's not going to be done. No,
0: no. So I'll have to go again, to someone else, and I think. Yeah. Um. Okay, so. <clears throat> he leaves his side about about this time, but, the. He goes. This Frederick goes on to build a castle called the uh, Castle de Monte, I think it was. Mm. And, and, and if you look at this castle, it's like a it's a geometric shape, and it's based around the golden ratio. Right. And again, with him being Michael uh, Maphaticus, mm. the theory is that he probably created the uh, the blueprints for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, based on this golden ratio, and again. Uh, I'll show you some pictures of the castle. It's, mm. It is fantastic. It looks great. So, again, you know, this guy is, there's quite a lot of myths and legends surrounding mm. Michael Scott. So this is another one that he gets tied into. But as you think about him as a person and what he was into and the occult and all the rest of it, mm. um, the golden ratio would crop up time and time again to him. So for him to design a castle based around it, yeah. and again, you know, you put yourself in certain places, certain scenarios with certain, uh, chemicals, you know, smells, etc. And this is how you conjure things, so yeah, you know, that's, what, that's how he done. How and you're done. he was working with that because he comes later on where he actually contacts the devil. Mm. Uh, he has his own spirits guides, if you will. Um, Everybody has spirit guides, if you like it or not. And he you know. used
1: them to his advantage. Yeah, um, this is where I can't understand it because you know what well, we're we'll going to later on, but you can't mm-hmm. control spirit. You can't, yeah, you can't tell them what to do. It's not. Well, not really, know mate. I mean, what, what have they? What you know? You can strike a deal. What, what deal are you gonna offer them?
0: Maybe, maybe you need to. Maybe that's well. There's only one that's way. What I'm what, no what's way. The, they're what's Not the, bothered the, about money, are they? What, what's the principal way though? you get a devil to do something for you? you Sell your soul. So and then say. Uh, so is, is that a verbal contract or is that a written contract? Well, I'll, I'll get into that because again,
1: you know, we assume so that so you've we, got to put you know your mark on there. So yeah, I agree. So you have to agree. Yeah, have, Well, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well. Um. Yeah, the was the devil's not a bastard, you know. He's, yeah.
1: he's got. He's, he's got. He's destroyed. In he's 69. got the paperwork. He's gone now, he anyway. does it? You've got to his do the paperwork. You can't just yeah, of
0: course, yeah. take yeah. a soul willy nilly. Anyway, right. So signed with yeah. blood. At some point, he travels back uh, to Belwary, and again puts his castle up. And the castle needed a road, right? So allegedly. This is the point where he he contacts the devil, and says, "I need a road, okay? Again, probably not the first person I'd go to if I needed a road. Well, if you need a road, build it. He's just built this fantastic he goes, castle. Well, I think the castle build the road. I think the castle was probably already there to some extent. But yeah, okay. He needed a road, so he gets hold of the devil. Romans did a good job, didn't they, on the roads? And they they says, built our roads. He says to the <laughs> devil, "The devil, uh, I need a road. So the devil says, "Well you know your soul yeah. so he says okay he says we'll do a deal he says you build the road come back to me and if it's a decent job i'll sell you my soul mm. so the devil says no problem it's gonna be the best road you've ever seen so he goes over one night builds this road comes back to him the next day and he says look out your window look at this fucking road so he has a look and he says, yeah it's a good job that he says uh nah. he says so now i want you your, your soul mm. so he says okay he says, You think you're, you're Billy bo- big Bollocks, don't you? And, and the devil says, Well, yeah. He says, There's one thing you can't do. He says, I can do anything. He says, There's one thing you can't do. He says, I can do anything. He says, You want my soul? He says, Absolutely. He says, Right. Prove to me you can do anything. I'm going to give you a challenge and then you can have my soul. Yep. So he says, Name it. So he sends the devil. He says, I want you to go down to the beach and plat sand. So the devil says, Easy. Goes down to the beach, and apparently he's been there ever since. He went to sand. <laughs> yeah, he's still there. Apparently, every morning the sand—you see the sand wash back in—and mm. uh, people say that's the undoing of his—the sand that he has planted has just been undone by the tide. yeah right. So presumably the devil's still there. I don't know if he knows Scott's dead. You know, know.
1: Well, but yeah, the devil got destroyed in '69 anyway, so he's gone anyway. Well.
0: That's, well, that's bit another of
1: a, story. Another information for you all.
0: So there's a hill there called Elden Hill. Now, this hill at some point was Ooh. was uh, you know, the typical pointed hill. Yeah. Now if you look at it, it's sort of it's three hills at Ooh. the top. Yeah, it's a bit jagged. And the legend, the myth, says that he actually used one of his familiar spirits to demonstrate the power that he had. He got one of his familiars to split the hill. Oh right, okay. Okay. Yeah. So it does look that way. Again, you know, legend and myth and the line in between. But these familiar spirits that he had, I guess we should um, just mention a little bit about Ooh. familiar spirits, just just so people know what we're talking about. I guess most people will, but uh, essentially, a familiar spirit is what you you typically picture a witch having a familiar spirit, which would be the cat. Remember, we Black did cat. the uh, show yeah. on witches, yeah. and she had a cat, didn't she? Yeah. Satan the cat, cat. and she sent his... him out to do a little dirty work yeah, all the but, time. But also he had his little. Mind where he
1: says I'm not doing
0: that. Do mm. I want? Well, yeah. I mean, it, you you don't necessarily control them. No, you can't control um, them. No some way. people, I mean, some cultures sort of see it as an alter ego that actually mm. is part of you. It's your alter ego, but in mm. an animal form. Don't have to be an animal form. A lot no, of possibly. people's uh, uh, where they like animals, but they're not. You know, not you know. Some people have cats. Some people have. Uh, dogs this kind of yep. thing but a lot of people have like an animal that's not quite an animal so it'd be like um you know half dog half beard half mm. um you know who had like, hoofs yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. like that well obviously a lot of the animals that are kind of related to devils like the rams the goats well, yeah black ram but again you know, like, hoofed, but, but you know, again, you know if it was a black ram it'd be more like pan or something yeah. it'd be on two, it would, yeah. two, legs. two legs yeah but um yeah, it's like a, a lot of them are like a, a mixture of different animals, yeah. aren't they? And again, the, the Griffin pops up, and that's a perfect example, Absolutely. really, of a, yeah. of a, you know, of one of these spirits. animal body, bird's head. The, yeah, and again, know. they don't have to be an animal form; they can be, um, you know, invisible. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, you know, they can, you can be a ghost if you yeah. want actual spirit form. But he used them quite a bit um, over the years. Now he, he he used them one of his party tricks. Okay. So he'd been around the world, mm. so he tried everything. So <clears throat> all these different foods. And when he'd come back to Scotland and that, he'd be telling people, you know, they'd be sat down eating mm. the agis, And he'd say, oh, you know, you should try the bread in Istanbul or something. Mm. Or kebab or whatever. And they'd say, what's a kebab? You? So, he'd say, so he'd say, familiar? Get me a kebab. And they'd just go. And then the next thing, a plate would appear on the table and there'd be a kebab on it. And he'd say, try that, bastard. And oh, go, that's good. And he used to do that quite a lot. You know, yeah. that's how he had people. So he'd, he'd nick dishes from like the King of Spain, the King of France, this kind of stuff. And they'd be on the table, these different delicacies from different regions. Mm. Um And that was his big party trick for him. He also used his familiar, uh, well, he used, if it, well, if you want to call it that, he had a black steed, mm. okay? And he was alleged to be able to ride to Paris and back in a night. Right from scotland i mean that's a decent journey but he was he was going stealing things from france which would be recognizable f- as things from france yeah and then bringing them back now i guess it could just be a decent magician slide of hand you know Ooh. this kind of thing and these things he might have brought brought back with him from his journeys yeah you know and he might just you know oh there you go look piece yeah. of garlic or an onion or you know a baguette I don't know what you'd I don't know. Yeah. I don't, like know how you'd, I don't know how you'd know it was from particularly France. Well, yeah. they wouldn't know, would they? Well, they wouldn't know, would they? they, know, they, would they they've never been they there, have they? They've so. never been there, so they wouldn't know. If you put some you bread on it, hey, there, they've bread from Athens.
1: Yeah. Could, the guy could just made it round the corner. Oh.
0: You wouldn't know, would it? Oh, it's great bread, that. Yeah. But let's, let's just imagine that he had those guys in him. That's the story, as the story goes. Uh, he also was. There was pirates that were meant to be coming. Big attack going mm. to happen, and he was meant to have gone to the beach and conjured up a storm mm. and obviously sunk all the ships, Yeah, so saved them there. So, he, 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 you know, he didn't use his ship for bad, necessarily. Mm. A lot of the time, it was for good. I mean, he was healing people and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, one of the times, he actually used his powers to persuade the plague, as an entity, if you will, mm. um, to... He tricked the plague, basically. He, he brought it to the vault at uh, Glenloose Abbey, took it down the stairs and said, you know, suck it into the room, then ran out of the room and shut, t- shut the door behind it. And apparently the plague is it's trapped in there. And that's obviously it stopped. We don't hear much of the plague after that. So he's meant to. that's where it's meant to be. Um, so if you ever go to Glenloose and they say... Don't open the door. Yeah. So that's where it is. He also used a magical staff. Again, you know, wizards are carrying these pits bits of wood and that's essentially well, what they Yeah,
1: that is the that's that's all that's that's really druidism, isn't it? Mm. Well duits. he had a magical
0: staff and he was yeah. meant to have changed the course of the River Tweed with it. Well, mm. Um so well, but, Moses but, had a stuff you know, On people. other tales of that, he actually used his familiars again mm. to move rocks. And mm. and they actually piled up rocks um to divert it. Yeah. Yeah, right. And apparently the rocks are still there now. So I don't know if it was a magical staff or, the, or again the familiars, mm. or if you got people to do it. But yeah, this that's a story anyway. Now, tell you what, um, should we do some paranormal news and then I'll yeah, we'll do I'll some finish ones. on these yeah yeah little things how he died etc. Yeah yeah,
1: let's do some paranormal news.
0: Welcome to another installment of the Paranormal News, broadcasting to you from places unknown, bringing you the top three paranormal headlines of the week. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, well, I'll give you this one as it reads, okay, and then yeah. we'll have a bit, and then I think we've got a different opinion, haven't we, but... Uh, this is from the Mirror, okay? The Mirror, and the, it says uh, Mum records chilling footage of a teen ghost, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who emerges as she was home alone. Uh, it says that, uh... okay. So Laurie Simmons is also open to the idea that that figure capturing the video could have been an alien, but she seems determined not to move house. A terrifying mum records a chilling footage of a dark figure she believes is a ghost of a teenage boy. Mum uh, of four, Laurie Simmons, was chatting with her friend on an app which allows users to record videos to each other uh, in real time and then her mate asks if someone is in the house with her. Uh, obviously she says she's no. alone. She's alone. Uh, and then she says, well, there's someone behind you. Uh, and from uh, we'll put the video up because it's definitely yeah. definitely worth watching yeah, it. slow
1: it down you can see uh, to me that's definitely a typical grey yeah I would say there's, something not a, like a, there's not really a spirit or such or a entity I think sort of that uh, you could call it a, tip, a
0: typical grey yeah I think when it's slowed down it does look more like an alien yeah yeah definitely um, but I mean there is just one of the pictures where they, the the figures sort of like it looks like they've got almost like a white um, clothes on, or like uh, like overalls almost. Mm. So I don't know. But um, she says the chill went down her spine, and her heart jumped into her throat. She believes that the figure to be a ghost, of a prankster, teenage boy, but it's also open to the idea of it being an alien. Uh, the 47-year-old from Yakima, Washington, says she was uh, just what she just woke up and was chatting to her best friend on the app. Uh, now, we were saying that the conversation that she's having with a friend doesn't—it's not a flattering conversation, is it? No, it's if not it's like it's if you—if this was a hoax, this is not the sort of conversation you would be be talking. You wouldn't be having this conversation if you was going to hoax it, would you? So it ain't a flattering conversation. So that lends it a little bit more weight to me it being real yeah. but again you know check out the video on the hangout yeah. and, and let it us out. know we'll put a poll up actually those so, who think yeah, it's a ghost those yeah, who think, think it's, it's an, an alien, alien yeah. and obviously those who think it's bullshit but yeah. uh, this is I mean I'll just show you this still yeah that, that's, that's a great mate yeah. like yeah. but you see in this, this still I mean that one looks a bit more human like doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't matter so yeah. anyway that's the story check it out let us know what you think What sheet you got? Oops. Put mine on. This is mine. This is quite uh,
1: decent as well, this one. This is also from the Mirrorly. Oh, yeah. Um, And it reads, Ghost blamed for series of accidents on the stretch of M6, dubbed Cheshire's Bermuda Triangle. Of course. The paranormal investigator Mike uh, Brooker has said Phantom lorries, fake, fake hitchhikers, and even Roman soldiers have been spotted by motorists. Uh, Ghosts are to blame for a series of crashes on a stretch of motorway, a paranormal investigator has claimed. Mike Brooker knows people who have lost their lives as a result of collisions between Junction 16 and 19 of the M6. Now he's dubbed the section Cheshire's Bermuda Triangle after uh, recounting how many drivers reported seeing phantom lorries, fake hitchhikers and even Roman soldiers before their accidents. Mr Brooker from Northwich Cheshire says the fact the road was built on a Roman burial ground and the site where a Scottish army were massacred might be blamed for the ghostly goings on. Uh, In 2006 the a building, company called, a building company putting tarmac on the road. Uh, they commissioned a survey which found there had been more spooky sightings on the M6 than any other route in the country. Mr. Brooker said, it is clear something is very wrong to cause so many accidents on what is all to all intense and purposely a fairly straight stretch. He started investigating the road after his school friends died on it in 1976 he also says his late father-in-law Arthur Hancock was almost buried alive while building it (laughs) Mr Hancock had been called out repeatedly over the years after accidents with no apparent cause recounting one incident driver Declan Stewart said I was driving past the turn off to Middlewich and everything got a bit darker and the stranger missed drifted across the road. I couldn't see anything, but I could hear a faint clanging of metal, and there was a smell, a sort of mix between wool, oats, and offal. Okay. Wool? Wool. Mm. Wool have a smell? Yeah, he said a sort of mix between wool. That means you
0: smell a sheep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oats, That's Scottish oats, oh. and offal. Okay. What does that smell like? Rotting meat, yeah, whats dead meat. So. But yeah, that yeah. yeah. But wool—that's well, what you said here. It's a sort of mix between wool, so obviously you might smell sheep or cattle because they when they stink, they stink. You can smell them, don't you? Especially in the country roads, don't you? you oh, know yeah that, don't yeah. You? You well, I that. think
0: I think the fact—I mean—he's pointed out there that the M6 is a straight road. Yeah, it is. Um, again, it, there's two there's two ways to look at that, isn't there? Mm. You just, you know the fact that it's straight, you'd think there'd be less accidents because it's straight because Ooh. you're not cornering, etc. Yeah. But the, the problem again, especially if it's late at night and it's a straight road, and it's monotonous Ooh. again, you're going to fall asleep, yeah, because you're not doing anything, are you? right? You're not turning off, so are you? you're just there, uh, you know. Maybe that, and you wouldn't necessarily know if you, if you fall asleep and you have an accident, you don't yeah. remember being asleep, do you? No, I mean, I, I've, I've you know, dozed off like a little bit of the wheel where. You look in your Ingmar as in there's a truck behind you Mm. and you can't remember overtaking the truck. Correct, I've done that. You know, and that's bad shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So... What about summer? I'll admit Well, you think that every day,
1: don't you? I do, yeah. So So, I've got ten loops on my head and think, am I there yet? So I think,
0: um... Interesting. But, I mean, mean, just our road here, the A180, um... But you had an incident a few years ago, didn't you? Yeah, and I a couple did as well. There, yeah. And I and I actually, Yeah, you saw a, a Phantom car, didn't you?
1: Well, it come across... This one, the M... It, it was, this one, the m 18 wasn't it? Um, there, yeah, M62. Just past um, or the, the moors what do you call it the um, the, the moors yeah uh, yeah the, yeah, the moors <laughs> there's a name for it uh, anyway we, the past the, the moors yeah the, it's a big moors <laughs> it's a big stretch like. Yeah. Like, it'll come to me in a minute but yeah, I mean you, you had a so mine was um, I saw a car come off the moors I was driving it was night it was raining you know what bad weather but he had wipers were going on on one so it was just you know yeah, it's spitting. Spitting So I was going down and then I just saw in front my eye on the other side this car and then my brain thought he he was hit and he spun and he hit the barrier. But there wasn't. Yeah I just seen him coming down, he hit the barrier, bang, I thought, whoa, and I was carried on going up to an time, which was about, it was about it was seven o'clock at night. And he had bang crash and heard metal to metal to metal. I thought, oh my god, it's horrendous. melt M- Mer- Metal, metal to metal. Anyway, the next day I saw the boss in there and I said, we well, had a camera in the car in my van, he took it, put it in his PC, checked it, nothing, mm. absolutely mm. nothing at that
0: time. And that, not, not nothing on the camera, you mean nothing, nothing on that stretch of road, no, there was no visible camera, car? No,
1: the camera never picked anything up, the yeah. sound, nothing, but it was horrible, horrendous. James, but so, you had to you had some sort of replay. Yeah,
0: were, were I, I, well, I had an incident on the uh, A180 where, basically, that particular stretch is probably what a couple of miles before the fit. So you come off the roundabout, yeah, onto the A180, and then there's no, uh, no exit for about three miles, or two two or three miles, in it's great Coast Probably yeah. two miles. Uh, so you come off the roundabout. There's no exit between that there and the Great copes Correct. Uh, so there's nowhere for anyone to go, and there's no hard shoulder. Correct. It's just two lanes and a ditch on the other side. Mm. Um, and I was driving along and I had a guy right up my ass. Uh, and obviously I looked in the mirror and I'm thinking, what's this dickhead doing? You know? And you know I can only go 60 in the van, so I'm waiting for him to overtake me. At some point he's going to overtake me. Um, uh, and, and I look back, he's still right up my ass, and I'm carrying on and after about a mile from the roundabout I looked back in the mirror again and he'd gone mm. but he did not overtake me so there's no way he could and there's have gone. nowhere way he could have gone behind me and it was only a few seconds between me looking at him and looking back and then looking at him and he'd gone yeah. so you know if he'd come off the road I would have seen it If uh, I would have heard it um, but you know, I, spe- I think I spoke to my brother or something mm. like that it was my brother and telling him about it and he said his mate had had exactly the same situation same stretch of road uh, going the same direction the yeah. car up his ass lights on looks back gone Ooh. so obviously you've seen what the and cars think. have come off there in the past so you know you yeah, of course know. They have. Yeah, and there's been few, two stories yeah. like that there's one in Scotland where this car come off the road but well, essentially what happened is people were driving home Ooh. so say eastbound and on the westbound carriageway they'd see a car coming towards them headlights on it'd be night time and they'd veer off the road and Ooh. go off, off the edge they'd ring up the police say right I'm just here just before this junction yeah. uh, I've just seen a car go off the road police mm. would go out check, this, check the area nothing mm. right so this happened for a few nights and people were ringing the police and the police were saying well something going on here because we keep getting phone calls every mm. night about it. so essentially what they did I think they sent some of them um, what do you call them you know the the, the police in the making guys mm. uh, not quite coppers the, the training to be coppers yeah, yeah. sent a couple of them Plastic down to, to investigate yeah it. Uh, and they had a look round. They had torches and that, and they actually found a car. But when they w- obviously went down to to uh, get a uh, handle on the situation, the, the the occupants had been dead for a few months, mm. so it couldn't have been that car that yeah. people had seen. But I mean, it couldn't have been that car, but it could have been the replay of that car. If you know yeah, what I mean, what, yeah, drawing people to the the attention. Yeah. there was another case exactly the same as that where. There was a bus, um, and someone from the top deck of the bus, double-decker bus, uh, was looking you no know, out out the window, and she actually saw headlights in in the ditch or the the rough ground just off the road, carriageway, and uh, She reports it to the police. Please go out there. They don't see any, it's dark. They don't yeah. see any lights. And she said, "Well, I definitely saw headlights." So obviously the car had gone in and was backwards. Police go out there, couldn't see headlights. I mean, I don't know exactly how much searching they did, yeah. but they couldn't see any headlights. That's what they report. So, a couple of days later, there's a guy um, going past again. I think he was on a bus and he saw it, so he rings the police. So the police say, "Well, again, you know, we've had two Ooh. people saying the same thing. They go out there, can't can't find any um, any evidence." So, I think someone on a bike. Mm. Yeah, they went out the second time, they couldn't find it, and then someone on a bike was biking past and he saw, yeah, and he actually stopped on location. Mm. Uh, and when the police came out, they said, Where is it then? He said, Oh, it's just here. And he said, I thought you said headlights. He said, Yeah, the headlights came on brief, like flashed. As yeah. he was going past, he flashed, flashed flash away. And he looked, and there's a car there. So they went down, and they said the car was in that bad of a state, it Obviously, it impacted a tree and stuff like that as it came off, that the battery was actually disconnected so there's no way the lights could have even been on. Mm. And they one, not you know, so, again, was the car, or... It's know, a replay, it's a replay. It? Or was the car, you know, it was obviously attracting attention of people, mm. that people really... it. And obviously they were dead, they would have yeah. been there for a couple of, I think they have been about a couple of weeks, those ones. The other ones were months, mm. they have been there months. Um, but yeah, A180, I was coming back one night, and it was piss, absolutely pissing down. Mm. Uh, just come past the garage and again there's no turn off for quite a ways uh, and there was a bloke stood and what caught my attention is this bloke was stood at the side of the road which is unusual there because there's nothing because there's yeah. no houses nothing. nothing right. um, but he was stood at the side of the road and he was wearing a shirt uh, short sh- mm. short sleeve t-shirt shirt, whatever but he had short sleeves on and it was absolutely bucketing it down so that stuck out to me I thought mm. well, and he was an eld- elderly gentleman he had grey to white in hair right um, and again, you know, I just, I just thought, what's he doing stood there because he's got no coat on. Uh, again, if you broke down on there, you'd, you'd just ring somebody and someone come out to you, so you wouldn't be wandering up and down that stretch of road. Um, but he had what was interesting is he had a uh, like, why imagine to be some sort of staff. Um, he was actually holding on to it as I went past him, and as I went past him, he made eye contact with me. Uh, it was obviously, obviously I was going sixty mile an hour or whatever, but he um, actually made eye contact with me and, and looked at me for maybe a second or so uh, as I went past him. And I, I thought maybe I should stop because um, you know it's a bit strange. But the problem problem is stopping there. There's no ar- there's no hard shoulder, so I, I went probably I don't know maybe a minute or so down the road to actually find a layby. Mm. Um, so, you know, unless he, he was cool walking, I didn't I actually know. The way he was stood, he looked like he was crossing the road. Cool. So, over to the other side and away. But there's no, again, there's no roads, there's no street. Well, no. obviously, road, there's no streets, nothing. So, I don't know where he would be going if he crossed the road. But, um, and so I chose to continue and continue my journey. But at that point, from there to there, I never saw any parked cars. Again, if he broke down, You'd the garage is behind me. Yeah. So he can't have come past the garage because he would have run, he would have gone into the garage and got recovery from there. So he must have come from in front of me going backwards. So again, I didn't see any cars parked out parked up. So I thought that was strange, and I mentioned it to somebody. Yeah. Uh, and then Ian, you know, Ian he actually seen exactly the same thing. Again, it was a rainy night. He said he saw the same thing, but he said that it was a shepherd. That staff what I'd seen was uh, a shepherd's. Um, what do you call it? A shepherd's hook thing with a lantern on the end. All oh, right. Um, and that's what he saw. So he's a shepherd. And again, you know, I, so, I, I, so to me, I would say he's probably from another era. Uh, he's not. In, he's obviously not in an area. No. I mean, unless, he, unless he's just one of these guys who likes to come out when it's raining and stand at the side of the road. He made that contact with you, mate. So he's, he's
1: there. You know? uh, yeah. He's. and definitely. It's looked, not that. If you past, he's just looking straight ahead. He's not. He's and it's mate, one of those faces. So, if I you know, saw him
0: in the street. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that's him yeah. because the intent, the intensity where well, he looked at me it was really weird and it, you know again I didn't think anything of it yeah. necessarily until he said he'd seen the same thing Ooh. on you know years before and I'm thinking well that's too odd to be... Yeah.
1: Again, yeah. So that car I saw, you know, that came over and hit, it physically hit the barrier. Mm. And well, things you come You heard off, it, didn't you? You heard it. And, yeah. the, and, and some of the... It yeah, hit the barrier. But what? I thought, you know, I, I'm going past it. Remember, it's coming. I'm on the other side of the road, so I'm going past it. And I see this car coming, going, what? Bang, it's... A, and I go past You know, and I hear things come off, crashes, screeches, brakes. You know, absolutely real.
0: And it's amazing. Wow. If you've, you, know, so people, I mean, must be people out there that have oh, had similar definitely. things. So yeah. if you have, let us know. Be interesting yeah. to hear. Absolutely. Well, if you've had any weird stories, let us know. Because it's always interesting. To yeah, wear, definitely. We'll that's your uh, paranormal news for this, this week.
1: Paranormal news done.
0: Okay, so that was paranormal news. Again, we'll post them videos and yep, we'll that too. We'll put them on the Hangout. Uh, it's definitely people. worth looking. That alien ones yeah. is weird, isn't it? So, um, right, well, let's finish this story off then. I've got some reviews to do shortly. But one of the other things that he's famous for, I'm going to get into how he died, obviously, because yeah, that's, of course. that's yeah. interesting as well. But one of the things that he's famous for is uh, he's meant to attend uh, a coven of witches to stone. Mm. And it's called Long Meg and her daughters. Um, yeah, long wig in the doors yeah. you, you, you've got a bit of folklore yeah, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll do the folklore on that one for you uh, the most famous of the many legends that surrounded the stones is that they were once a coven of witches who were turned to stone by a wizard or warlock from Scotland his name was Michael Scott it is said that the stones cannot be counted but if anyone is able to count them twice and come to the same total the spell would be broken or it will bring you very bad luck another legend states that if you walk around the circles and count the number of stones correctly then put your ear to long meg you will hear her whisper the name itself is said to come from a local witch meg of melden who was alive in the early 17th century uh, from a certain angle the long meg stone resembles the profile of a witch However, that meg of Meldon is the name given to Margaret Fenwick, uh, also known as Selsby, who lived at Meldon near Morpeth in Northumberland, some 70 miles from these stones. Long animal bones found buried at the site may have been misrepresented um,
0: in the past as a giant's bone or body. I don't believe that, by the I way. I don't. I think that was a giant. Mm. Because where you get these standing stones, you... I mean look at Stonehenge they dug up a giant there. Mm. It's still on display. Well, mm. it's not on display, but you can go see it. Yeah. Uh just up the road they dug up another giant. So mm. w- when they say that it was probably animal bones. Yeah. You, I mean you, you're talking about a big big animal, aren't you? You're talking yeah. about a dinosaur at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So um but there you go. So that's the story. That's the story. That's a folklore. But quite I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll put up a picture of that stone circle because yeah. it is this I mean, obviously you can't count them, but I would say there's about 50 stones there, isn't there? Mm. It's quite a lot of stones. Yeah. It is, it's just a typical stone circle what you mm. see in the UK or the British Isles. Um, you know, it's just a circle of stones with a standing stone in the middle. And he was meant to have turned them all to stone. So that is the legend. Again, like I say, legend, the myths around this guy. A lot of it, mm. you know, well, most of it's probably bullshit, but very interesting nevertheless. Um... When he was doing his hypnosis sessions, okay, he's meant to have made contact with, um, he's meant to be able to make contact with these entities that Mm. would tell him stuff and then he'd relay it to people. So again, people would ask him questions. You do like you know, like Colin Fryer. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, he's showing me a button. Have you got yeah. you've got a dress with a button on it? Oh fucking! How did he know that? You know, nobody knows yeah, that.
1: Your nana's come yeah. through. Oh, do you know what if I Your, say... your granddad's come through. You know the dead because yeah, they've yeah. gone for years anyway. They're about he... knocking like eighty-five yeah. and ninety anyway. Was it
0: something something to do with his heart? Yeah, yeah he died. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his like, fucking heart yeah, stopped. Yeah, well, yeah, it would do. Well, how well, The fucking hell did he know that? <laughs> There's one the other day I was watching and. uh, Every everybody, right? Pretty much everybody in the UK that's elderly has got a book on beards, right? Uh, not not a porno mag. I mean, actual <laughs> actual beards, you know. Yeah. Well, um, what the, what's going to do? Well, everybody's got one, aren't they? I mean, I've Let's probably I've got one in the house somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. I can't lay my hand on it, but I know I've got a bit a British beard book, right. But well, most elderly people still get about. I do like a bit of gardening, don't they? Oh, I've this the is the thing. So people, like this, don't they? people will People buy this shit, don't they? For Christmas yeah. and that. Yeah. You never read it, well, but you got it. So he says. So he's he's there going. I, I, I've got something. Like, I can see the woman's about fucking ninety, right? Mm. <clears throat> and he's going. I've got someone coming through here. Yeah, it might be. Your, it might be your dad. Is your dad passing? She's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 right. Oh fucking hell! He's going. He says. But uh, he's showing me a book, right? And this book is, is something like Great British Birds, and she's going, "Fucking hell!" It is going. If and she's going, she's well, going. Yeah, I'm sure I've got a book on birds at home. And he's saying, "Well, it's something like Great British or English Birds, or some." Because you wouldn't have a book on African birds, would you? So, unless you was in Africa, obviously. It's but possible. we're talking about British people, so. Yeah, he's going. Oh, British birds, and she like, yeah, yeah. Well, go back to that book, and he says, and turn it, turn it around, and you'll be able to see, see a writing in the back. He's wrote, he's wrote a message in the back. And she went, really? No, I've never seen it before. He said, well, if you can't see it, then look at it in a different light, because you'll be able to see the indentations. Uh, so he's probably rubbed it out, Yeah, you know, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem is with that. Yeah, if she goes away and finds that, then that's okay. But at that time but, you know, when
1: the, she the, studied the books, these are autographed anyway. Well, if you came in jumble but, sales. Yeah, well, yeah they'll be writing all over all, them, yeah. they writing yeah. all over them, you know what I mean? So but guaranteed you've got, there's going to be the some problem, signatures The
0: here. problem with that is, while she's there, mm. it's no good to her there, is it? No. That's not what she's come there for, is it? No, I think with psychics and all that, um, if, if they're contacting the dead, I, I think when they start taking payment from it, I'm a bit dubious. Well, why, I mean, <laughs> I've never, I mean, I've, I've done been in a few houses, done this and that,
1: but I've never seen her, oh, you know, someone's come, your, your dad's come through, and you've got a you've got a
0: book on their bed,
1: Mm. the fuck about? He's not. He's not going to give two shits about the. Book there was of it. a guy, it's,
0: you know, and I don't know if it was. Oh, it was cruel, but it was clever at the same time. There was a guy who was who was pretending to be a psychic medium, mm. and he'd do these shows where people would come and he'd start yeah, talking yeah. about bullshit. Yeah. and um, what he was doing, it was everyone that paid by a credit card. Obviously, he's got the names everybody. Of course, yeah. So he'd go, he'd go away, look at the names, look at the local papers. Uh, same, I don't know mrs smith mm. and you look in the paper mrs smith like smith smith Smith. find it son died in a car crash ah right so he, he okay. so he'd go there and say i've got a son, i've got dying and bang on bang on even you know because he had every detail that was yeah, as long it, as the paper got it yeah, right he got it, it right yeah um and so eventually they caught him out but i don't know it was obviously cruel but it wasn't he deserved it no, I mean he—he he was being cruel to the people who. Oh were coming. right, okay, definitely, yeah. But, well, again, but, but I then... think it's—I it's, think it's
1: the same with people who do tarot. I think it's bullshit. You can't read. You can't. You can't read that. You can't read through uh, energy through fucking cards. I think the reason people do tarot is they hide behind the cards. Yeah. I didn't say it. <laughs> it's, I didn't. The yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah. The cards yeah. say it, not me. Yeah. So he's hiding behind the cards. You see. So you don't blame him. Oh, no, he's, he'll get off. It's the cards. Well, you know, the cards are wrong. You know, um,
0: Aaron, so, he, he actually went to... Um, I'll have to get him on to tell a story, but he went to yeah, a psychic... You know uh, I think it was a tarot reader. If he sobers up. Yeah, up. Yeah, if he soaps up. He went to a tarot reader and it says, um, he asked him, he said, I just want to know how I'm going to die. Mm. And apparently the guy looked him square in the eyes and said, in a lot of pain. Mm. But it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy at that point Possibly, because does, they they think, mean, well, die die then he's thinking, well, I'm going to die this, i going to die this. When? So... Well, why, why, that's a silly question to ask, him? Anyway, it? well... Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, <clears throat> during one of these sessions... Se- sessions? During one of these sessions, mm. he um, spoke to this entity, and this entity told him... Whoever the session was about told him information. Mm. But he said, I've got some information for you. Right. right? Now, you've got to be careful. Again, when you stare into the abyss and et cetera, et cetera what you're dealing with here. Because yeah. he spoke to his spirit entity, whatever you want to call it, and he said, right, I've got, you know... And this spirit, this entity said back to him, he says, I've got some information for you. I know how you're going to die. Mm. And he can't shut off from this, right? He can't not hear this. So it tells him, mm. uh, and it says, you're going to die by uh, a stone. It's going to hit you on the head and kill you. Mm. So being of the age and all the rest of it, he actually took to wearing an iron helm. Right. Everywhere. Everywhere he went, he, t- he wore this iron helm. So, he, was, you know, so he sort I'm of protected from this... Uh, from the way I'm going to die. So, the story goes, and again, we think that it was in Scotland yeah. when he's back home. He was going to church. And obviously, before you going to church, you'd take off your hat. Yeah. Took off his hat and a piece of for- uh, masonry fell, struck him on the head. And basically, a few days later, he died. Yeah. So, the prediction came true. Now, there's not a lot he could have done about that. Unless he kept the helmet on, I guess. Maybe that would have saved him. But... But it's interesting that he told people this was going to happen mm. and then it happened. Yeah. So does it lend more weight to him speaking to these entities? What you know, what he's been claiming all along. Mm. He's been speaking to these things. He's not saying i he's not he never said when he made these predictions, things like, he never really said it was him doing it. Mm. He said these are telling me or this is telling me. So again, then they told him things that he didn't want to know. He didn't yeah. want to know that. But, but it, told it, told him, him. it told him anyway. So and then it came true. Yeah. So does that? Let, I mean, was it just coincidence, or was it in communication? Again, we do. We, it's a difficult thing to decide, but I think it lends more weight to it being true. Because, well, if it would be, uh, it'd be mischievous. The mischievous little
1: entities, anyway. Yeah. It's not of the high realms. they're just, you know, they'll have a laugh and they'll do what, give them a giggle and do what they're going to do, do the mischievous acts and say, by the way, you're going to die next week. You know, have some of that. I'll
0: find it funny. He is meant to be entombed at the Abbey of Melrose, right? Which is basically a ruin now. Mm. Uh, But there's like one little stone carving, which is meant to be him, Mm. wearing his iron helmet and that. uh, So that they sort of say, well, he's buried here. Yeah. Now, he's meant to be buried with, which I think is interesting. And again, you know, how he got this information is, again, fanciful to say the least. And he's meant to be buried with. In his graves meant to have seven silver books containing the secrets of light and alchemy, right? Yep. And they were all gathered from his journey around the world on the back of a Kelpie. Ooh. So the books, right, it's meant to contain the knowledge which no man but on peril of soul and body may open or pursue. Um So again, you know. Mm. So if you did find him, you look basically cursed. Um, one of the other things that... And again, like I was telling you about Frederick before, it was a bit of a strange relationship because mm. he was always challenging... His, yeah. you know, everyone that had in his court, he was always challenging them. Uh, and one day he asked him if he knew the distance between the heavens and the earth. Mm. And so Michael gave him an answer. Uh, and again, mm. it's one of them things where you say, do you know the distance between here and, uh, I don't know, Madrid? And you say, yeah, yeah, yeah it's uh, 2,000 miles. Mm. Oh, is it? Go and check it. How are you going to check that? Not gonna... So, Well, I mean, today you could, but then. So, <clears throat> again, the emperor, he had a little bit of a uh, think about this, yeah. and he thought, well, hang on a minute. How do I know that's true? Mm. So... <clears throat> What he had his men do is go to the church, and by all accounts, they took a few slats out the church tower yep. and lowered it by a foot. Okay, right. So now the distance has changed. Mm. So he goes back to Michael, and he says, "You know, he's telling me about the you know distance between heaven and earth." He says, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I told you it's to x amount of miles." He said, "Yeah." He says, "Just do that calculation again." So he went away and come back. He says. I don't know what to tell you. He says, what do you mean? And again, he's thinking he's going to say Mm -hmm. the same answer they gave him before, and he's going to know he's bullshitting him. He actually said to him, he said, I don't know how to tell you this, he said, because I've done the calculation again, he says, and um, either the heavens got further away, or somehow the tower's grown smaller. Mm -hmm. So did he know that he had it short and trying to catch him out? Yeah. And just gave him the answer that... What was, 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 you know? So... It is what it is. Right. That is Michael Scott. Scott in a nutshell. Yeah, well, uh, again,
1: mostly a, a psychic on the of the, um, He had his helpers with him. Mm. Typical warlock, you reckon, Lee?
0: Typical <clears throat> malein warlock. Well, again, it's difficult to see where the, the bleed is between reality and myth, mm. but... A lot of the things he said to have done and his interests and, you know, obviously he had a massive interest in alchemy and the occult yes. and astrology and mixing all those things mm. together. You're going to get, you're going to be a bit out there, aren't you? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of legends to one guy if, mm. if none of them are true. So, I think there's something behind. I think there's a little bit behind yeah, that for I sure. Do. I do as well. So reviews, then right. First of all, I just want to point out that I'm been in contact with Apple uh, podcast, whatever okay. it's called now, UK. Mm. Right. Uh, well, you, you have to contact the Americans first, and then they put you through to the UK one, and the right. UK one never get back to you. Mm. Pretty much never get back to you. But w- we've been having an issue with our UK reviews for we have ages, for right? Ages, have not we? If you look at them, if you go on everybody else's, it'll be in like a chronological order. Yeah, As are just mixed up. You've got you've got Ones that are two years old at the top, two years old at the bottom, and anywhere in between, it's like mm. yesterday's review. So if you've left a review in the UK, a written... This is not just a star review. Mm. This is a written review. Written as well, yeah. Again, because we've had quite a lot of reviews since it's been playing up mm. where it's saying we've had another review, but whether that... If it's just stars, and that'll make sense. But if you've actually, in the last few months, if you've left a review and you've l- left a written review... So not just rated, you've actually yeah. reviewed it, yep. and you've not heard us read it out. Then, if you can get a photograph of that review and send it to me, then they will be able to read that. Because at the moment, we're not getting them. I don't no. think they're coming through. No, they're I don't think saying they are. They are. No, no, iTunes are saying they are. I but, don't think they are wholly. But That's then awesome. they're saying that. Oh, it's always mixed up like that. But then no one else's is mixed up, no. and it never was before. No. So I <clears throat> Again, I'll, if someone sends me a review that they've left that I've not got. Then I'll then I'll have some evidence yeah. to to back that up. So if you've left or if you're going to leave a review in the UK uh, this week or whenever, uh, then then get in contact with me to, yeah. to show send me it and let me know you've done it. And then then I know if it comes through, then I know it's working right again. Okay. But US uh, reviews have had a few, haven't we? Yeah, we got uh, I've got three here. But the first
1: one is from uh, Donny Woo, uh, five stars, fantastic. Yeah, it's Donna Wood, isn't it? Sorry, Don, Donnie Wood. Okay, do apologize, Donnie. Wood Wood. Donal Wood. W- Donal Wood. Don Wood yeah, God, Donnie Wood. You. She, um, was,
0: she still hasn't sent an email.
1: Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just says at the top, "Love the accents." Oh, thank you very much. Um, he said, "They say I listen to these guys nearly ten years. Sorry, ten hours a day, while at work. I love paranormal podcasts, and I love these guys explore further than the regular ghost stories." My favourites are the alien abduction stories. These guys have truly opened my eyes up to a whole new world, and I love it. Keep it up.
0: I wonder if she liked that. Um, was it the A57 abduction case? Remember that one. Oh, yeah. With his one with the, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that one, didn't we? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I got another one, uh, Five Star. Fantastic. Uh, from Holly Frost793. Uh, in big letters, she says, can't turn them off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. But is that because you uh, can't actually turn us off? I mean, the well, but, the button's broke. Yeah, well, possible. <laughs> Hearing your voice 24-7, well, yeah. not very good, Lee. But anyway, she says, new favourite podcast. Life. Lee and Andy cover a wide variety of paranormal phenomena. They strike a great balance, uh, not shouty and chaotic, but not a dreary monotone either. Both have nice voices and accents and some nice banter without strain far off topic for a very long time. Uh, I will listen at work, so I love that they have a long and comprehensive episodes. I'm a lifelong um, parafeel, but I always learn a few new facts from their research. Uh, They seem like the sort of blokes you could buy a pint and spend hours Talking about ghosts and cryptids as you do, and that's true, isn't it? That's very true, yeah. <laughs> as we do, come and buy us a pint, come buy us a beer. I'll, I'll talk for I'll talk for Britain. <clears throat> anyway, uh, got love here from Shorts Town. Uh, sorry, Shorts Out five star review again, fantastic. And she they say, best paranormal podcast in the UK, thank you very much. Uh, they say, love the show, guys. Great variety of topics, interesting and captivating interviews, plus some paranormal news. The show is fun, and Andy and Lee are quite entertaining. Definitely worth the listening. Keep up the great work, guys. Awesome. Thank you very much indeed. Yep. Uh, Really great.
0: And we've got, uh, well, I've got a couple more here. Awesome. Yeah. And this is US uh, iTunes. Awesome. This is from Real Raz, five stars. Thank you very much. It says, uh, this show has quickly become one of my favourites. Keep up the great work, guys. I look forward to every new episode. Thank so, you, Real well. Thank, very thank
1: much. you. Much appreciated.
0: Uh, and then i also got great podcast, five stars. This is from CMSSEP, uh, whatever that means. Yeah, CMSPEP. So it says, great podcast. I would strongly recommend them. Have uh, listened to about three to four episodes of these guys, unless that's 34 episodes. I guess it's three and four. Yeah, three to four episodes of these guys uh, deserve five stars, hands down. Thanks, guys. Fantastic. So, Thank you very much. Again, you know, keep the reviews coming. Absolutely,
1: obviously. yeah. They're, they're they're brilliant. They're fantastic. They are,
0: you know, massively important.
1: Definitely, yeah, definitely. Uh, again, you know, the five stars are fantastic, but also some written is more better as well. You know, written, yeah, comment more comments. Yeah, Written is you know, you know,
0: yeah, is a lot is a lot more. Uh, in the ranking system, and that it's a lot yeah. more important. But uh, so obviously, we'll be doing another show before Christmas. But absolutely, uh, yeah. On the, to hang out, um, we've got a poll up at the moment, haven't we? It's uh, what's your favourite Christmas song? Uh, did, I, did I put Slade? No. You put um, driving home for Christmas or some shit, didn't you? I didn't. No, you put that um, Bing Crosby thing.
1: Oh, White Christmas, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm afraid nothing can beat Mr. Bing Crosby.
0: White uh, Christmas. It put, is a classic. What did I put? I don't know. Oh, um, Seven for Cavalry, wasn't it? Who? Yeah, Jonah Lou, Louie, is it? Oh, that's crap. It's brilliant. It's not. Anyway, well, the point is, can't the, sing. The point is, eh? You can't sing that, like Jonah Louie. The point is, yeah. All right. All
1: right. <laughs> right there's, a, there's a poll on the Hangout. Yeah. Who? Uh, what is your favourite Christmas cracker? Yeah. So, if you um, yeah, if you want to partake in Bin Crosby. I think, vote for Bin. Bo- oh, what B, your favourite
0: Ace Crew. I was going to put Anvils on there, and that Frosted a Snowman, but it's it's pretty shocking to be fair. I don't know, I don't. Know. Yeah, we'll I'll, I'll play same. you it in a minute. Oh dear. But uh, that that being said, we'll yep. uh, see you on the other side. Well, they've gone. oh just for now. It wasn't
1: the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights,
0: other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. Thank you.